Welcome everybody to another episode of the Business Boys, episode ninety-eight. With me, as always, my man Spence. How you doing? I'm doing well. Happy weekend. Hung over from last night, but uh, if you're gonna drink on a weeknight, you gotta make it Thursday. You know, you just yeah. power through Friday, and then uh, you chill the heck out Friday night. That's what I'm gonna do after this. But uh, doing fine. It's getting cold as shit here. How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. It's fucking dark and depressing as shit. But yeah, I'm just gonna lay back, play some video games. Today. I had a few, had a few drinks last night. You know what I actually had a shot of that I haven't had in like forever, and like I really don't like it, so that's fine. Is it me? So at at Bar de Corcel, they have like they put like Habs players' names on your desk, on your desk. That's it. Your fucking table, and if they that player scores, you get four free shots of wild turkey. Oh, okay. <laughs> I find that shit so disgusting. Yeah, I can't remember the. I don't know if I've ever taken a shot at. I don't even know. I'm sure I it's have like at a, some point. It's, it's just like whiskey, a right? Australian or... whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Australian, eh? I didn't know that. <laughs> is it Australian? I don't. All I know is they used to sponsor like the World Series of Poker when I'd watch it on TV. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it says but, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I don't know why I thought it was fucking. I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, that's interesting. I've never heard of whiskey from Australia. <laughs> Maybe it was just like an Australian guy who gave it to me the first time. I don't fucking know. I don't recommend it. Yeah. I'll stick with my Crown Royal, but uh, yeah, I had some Fireball whiskey last night and some beers. Ooh. So. I'll be uh, I'll be on a week off of drinking until American Thanksgiving. Yeah, very best bummed, very excited. Yeah, the best. Uh, speaking of some sporting events, the World Cup is starting, man. Um, you know I know nothing about the World Cup. I I don't know if you you've done like uh, I don't know. Do you know anything about what's going on? Like what teams are good? I know nothing about soccer at all. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. But I did place a long shot. I placed... Uh, I don't even really know the bet. I think, like, to make the quarterfinals... I think, which is, like, the round of 16, I guess. Yeah. Uh, a good old 51-to-1 uh, bet on Iran. Iran. I ran so far away, baby. <laughs> That's my dark horse. So they're playing at like 8 a.m. on Monday morning. I think I might have to wake up and try to find the game. But like probably not. But go Iran. And uh, that's the only that's the only bet I have. Probably the oh, worst bet anyone's ever made. Well, there's only time. Only time will tell. And what are, like I'm looking at it now. It looked like, like Brazil's the favorites as per usual. Neymar making a comeback. Because like, what was it? Was it, oh no, it was two World Cups ago he got hurt. Or was it the last one? No. No, it was a, yeah, it was a while ago, man. I think it was twenty twelve yeah. or something. Yeah. And they got fucking lost seven zero to Ger- seven nil to Germany in the yeah, semis or something. Yeah. I remember watching it at the office. No, it was yeah, the, it was the go Iran the final though. Uh maybe yeah, it might have been. It was either semis or final. I just remember they got smoked. It was the yeah, one so in Brazil, right? Yeah. I think it was in. I oh, think it was yeah, in Brazil, right? too. Yeah. 
Yeah, we got Brazil plus 400, Argentina plus 550, and France, England, Spain, Germany, and it goes on and on. The USA coming in, what, plus 10,000? Sneaky. Yeah, I think Iran is plus 50,000 or 500,000 to win it all. <laughs> but I'm not that bold, you know. I just, you 50, know, just have 50, a little, a little right feel-good run and then uh, that'll be awesome. Yeah, Canada's in a fucking tough division, too, I've, I've heard. I'm looking at it now. Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. Yeah, and I think their best player is, like, injured. That's what But, I've like, heard. you're looking at it, like, like some of them are, like, like there's it's tough to not get a good, like, like, there's some shit ones, I guess. Like, Group A, Qatar, Ecuador, Senegal, Netherlands. I wonder how fucking fair that was. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, like some of those, like Ecuador is probably good. And like, so is, uh, I, I heard like Senegal is pretty good. They were, well, I didn't hear. I, let me be clear. I saw they had like pretty high up on the odds. Senegal? Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, like not like Brazil high, but they were in like that, like third tier. They're, they're tied with us at plus 10,000. Yeah. You don't seem terrible. Yeah. It does seem there's like some, a, a softer division. Yeah. Like, there's some, like, Group E, Spain, Costa Rica, Germany, Japan. But, yeah, Canada's in a tough one. Like, Group H is fucking, Portugal's going to run away with that one. It's Portugal, Ghana, Uruguay, and Korea Republic. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll probably roll that division. Yeah, you know, I've heard. Uh, I I haven't looked too much into it, but there's like, I saw a thing. It was like six thousand five hundred deaths on building all the buildings and infrastructure for for this World Cup. Did you see that? No, I I saw like a picture of like some of the hotel rooms, and they looked ghetto. Oh really? But I I don't know if it was like like real or not, like the athlete village stuff. Oh yeah, there's a lot of like controversy around this. Yeah, yeah. And there's is like is there no booze there? Like what's the deal? Yeah, supposedly um uh they cut like 2 days ago. Mm. Cut Budweiser like said told Budweiser their biggest sponsor like, "Oh, by the way, there's no beer served." Yeah. So, like 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 <laughs> Budweiser's yeah. like what it's, the fuck? Yeah, they're doing. I, I, it seems like they're doing a real shit job. Yeah, I'm looking at this article now. Qatar, what the fuck? I don't. Yeah, fine. Ad blocker. Qatar, Qatar slammed for blocking beer at Budweiser sponsored event. Biggest bait and switch in the history of organized sports. <laughs> you like honestly like probably over there like you're like normally probably allowed to like smoke cigarettes inside the stadium, but no drinking, no beer. And, like, people are free, like, you know, like, people are also ripping on, like, kind of, like, the, the free West or whatever. Like, you know, they're, like, like, Qatar is very, like, not very supportive of the queer, queer, LGBTQ plus community. And then you got all these, like, you know, like, they're basically calling a lot of these people hypocrites. It's like, you know, you go on your speeches, you, you know, you make money from, you know, people sponsoring you to do anti anti hate speech and and stuff like that and you you say you stand for gay rights and all this shit and then you go get paid by fucking this like and it's like it's just like a bit counterproductive it's like yo you're already rich man like 
I don't know. There's a lot of as there is like there, there's always a little controversy around whatever. Like people are gonna find their their shit and bring it out and write a story about it. But some real sketchy stuff going on, especially the fact that it's fucking November and it's the World Cup. Like it's a little odd. Yeah, it is, man. It's usually a summer thing, right? Yeah, totally. But this is like I want to say it's uh, like delayed because of COVID. No, it's too hot in the summer. Like you can't, ah. like yeah, in, in Qatar, it's just, you can't you can't go outside and play sports. It's like scorching. yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that's what I that's what I've read at least. Yeah, that would that would make sense. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Because I guess the Brazil one, I I said twenty twelve. I think it was probably twenty fourteen. So it's every four years that would line up. Maybe the Euro got canceled two years ago. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of that LGBTQ uh, group, man, Grinder SPAC today. I, I laughed so hard when I saw that. It's, it spiked, it, man. It, was, it, up, like, it like tripled. I mean, so I crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't have time to like, like find some uh, financials on it, but uh, it was hard just not to pick up like five shares. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I like what's the like? It seems like a weird. I spat, mean, like, it's popular. Like, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Like, I think Bumble didn't Bumble try to do it too, or some shit like that. Yeah, Bumble's public. Or did yeah, they try? Yeah, Bumble's and... public, eh? Yeah, Bumble like it, it's had a rough run lately, but uh, you know a lot of you know pretty much every company's had a rough run lately. So. Yeah, yeah, no shit. But yeah, like uh, Match Group, like they just buy like they like Tinder, like they just buy all these apps. Like they're like a huge company. People spend for dating. Yeah, man. I guess it's like what you. It's like what what's money? Like you think like what money is to be really made here? But like I don't know. I guess you see some of those, like people buy those fast passes or or like unlimited likes and shit like that. Yeah, man. And. Uh... Yeah, people spend for dating. I don't know if Grinders transitioned more to the dating because I think, uh, from what I've heard, it's more it's more casual than that. Yeah. But hey, good for them, man. Spack it up. Tough market to spack in. Good debut yeah. for Grinder. Go Grinder. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, the the main story, man. The real meat on the bone. Some hero. Ate a rot- rotisserie chicken for 40 days straight. I think that's all he ate during the day. I don't think he ate anything else. Yeah, I mean, like, I... He lost a lot of weight and he looks shredded. Yeah, well, that's the thing I don't get. Like, I, like, could you do that? Like, I feel like you could. I was going to ask you, uh... I don't think I could do it for 40 straight days. Fishery chicken is fucking good though. It is. Like, man. do you get like mayo? Can you put it in a sink, or is he just fucking gnawing it down? He was just gnawing it down. I'm sure you can like put put a bit of sauce on it. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah, I think after a couple of days you'd be so sick of chicken. <laughs> I love chicken, man. I don't know if I ever could be. Uh, I don't think I could do it, but uh, kudos yeah, I mean, to that guy though. Yeah, like, what's the uh, Naked man line slash Batman line. Like, it's it's not the hero we need. It's the hero we deserve or, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. or the other way around. 
not the hero we deserve. Not the hero we deserve. Yeah, that's 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 the line. That's what I was looking <laughs> for. <laughs> Anyways, he he went he went pretty viral. Um, kudos to that guy. Some stuff going down like he, Twitter, man. It seemed like he just like fucking like went Forrest Gump and just like went just started eating chicken. Like I don't think it was like for anything. No, so I think I read an article like uh, that Adam Driver, like the actor, used to do that in school. He used to just like walk around with like rotisserie chicken and a jug of water. <laughs> That's so that was good. that was his like uh, like fitness like like to stay like thin and stuff. That was his That's trick. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah, Twitter, crazy shit. Yeah, Elon's taken over. He, he already fired a ton of employees. And then I was reading today, like, he gave the remaining employees, like, an ultimatum. Pretty much, hey, like, you're going to work a shitload, super intense, long hours. Or you can quit right now or be fired right now and get three months severance. And a ton of workers are like, all right, I'll take the three months. Yeah. Peace yeah, out. Now everyone's that. like, Twitter's going to fucking like twitter's gonna stop working or gonna go down but uh i don't know i don't believe it i think it'll be fine there are probably way too many uh engineers there anyways i mean i think there was like facebook has like seventy five thousand employees and i don't know what they do all day yeah like you know i think like i i think like he's he has every right to do it like three months severance from twitter i'm sure that's a, a nice package and you have more than enough time to find another job and when you say you worked at Twitter, I think you can like, you know, like we see people laying off and, I'm, and, 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 you know, it is a little fucked and a little scary, but I'm sure all these people will be able to, you know, live off their three months severance and find a nice job. Um, but like, yo, when you, like, if you're saying like, yo, this is like, it's the best thing you can do if that's what you want to do with your company. If you want to change it into, you know, like you want to do a huge culture shift, like you, at least you deliver the expectations you know, I'm not saying he's the nicest guy in the world, but like, it's I would rather what he did than you know someone just start laying down these expectations on me and without like a fair warning or anything like that. You know, guy wants to do a culture shift. Guy wants to fuck like they're gonna turn it around. And like to be honest, like if Twitter Twitter closed for like two weeks, I don't think it's that like horrible of a move. You know what I mean? If you really want to recreate it and redo it and all this shit, it's like. Yeah, I'm sure there's you'll have a huge loss in revenue, but like something's got to happen over there. They got to switch it up if they want to make it something you know awesome. Which I'm sure that that's I'm I'm sure Elon didn't buy it just thinking he was gonna sit on it and not do anything great with it. You know? Yeah, it's it's tough to find his like motivation. He's saying it's like important for humanity to have it, which is super debatable. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think he gets a little too into it. Look, I love Twitter, man. That's my social media. Um, I think, it, like, the theory, like, the essence of it, like, he's right. Like, it's, it's like, a, a great way to, like, get news and, like, like learn so much information. But, like, there's also, like, so much dumb shit on Twitter. Like, so much, like, you can go down a rabbit hole. Like, people just arguing with each other. Like, people just being super inappropriate. So... Yeah, that happens everywhere. Fucking yeah, that's Facebook, true. Instagram, and out my front window. So, <laughs> and, anyway, and like, man, look, like, it's on, we'll see what happens with it, I guess. But yeah, 
he was I saw a video where he was talking about like really like he was really talking about liking WeChat and like made a joke about just like copying WeChat and doing something like that. Something a bit more immersive, something where you can chat, something where you can, you know, have like just be on there. So who knows, man? But I yeah. think he's got big plans and you know, the culture shift's gotta start early if you wanna start driving uh driving results, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a massive shift that's that he's trying to do there. Maybe yeah, a bit too bold, too fast, but I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyways, and we had some uh, we had some uh, early Black Friday spending data, holiday data for the holiday season, not looking great. A little grim, if you ask me. What um, what came what came up? What's it looking like? I know that uh, everyone's kind of looking to Black Friday to see how the economy is doing, see how Amazon is doing, how big some of the big retailers are doing. I mean, Amazon I know guided down for the holiday season. I think Apple guided their iPhones down. Like, it's not it's not going to be uh, a strong spending season. I don't think for Black Friday and. Uh, and Christmas, I'll, I'll say that much, and uh, I don't think that's a surprise. No, I don't think so either. And like, I actually, I was doing some research on like, you know, it's like why is Black Friday such a big indicator? And like, obviously, there's the obvious reasons, and I was just curious to, to learn a bit more. And I didn't realize that why they call it Black Friday, and it's literally because like it's it's been a thing that people will offer significant discounts on stuff for a long time. But then they also, it's because they write the, the receipts in black ink. So they, they write so many of them that they were calling it Black Friday is apparently the thing. I didn't know that. Um, supposedly in like the 40s, there was, it was like 1943 or something like that. And like gold shit the bed one day on a Black Friday, which is another one. But um, yeah, I don't like... I think the main reasons people look towards it is a it's like so much spending happens that day that the, a lot of these retailers bank on huge Black Fridays and holding their inventory and offering all these deals. Like if you can't sell your shit, you got to sit on that inventory forever. Um, so all that pumping into all that money pumping into the economy is huge. Um, it kind of gives you an insight as to how much people are like what their confidence is in the market. So we'll see what happens, man. But like we've had a big run up in the stocks of late. This could be what like a lot of people are not sold. So this could be what drives it right back down or keeps it going. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think people are already like expecting low, like some pretty rough numbers. But if they come in worse than expected, that certainly uh, wouldn't be surprising and probably wouldn't be uh, welcomed. It probably wouldn't be like a, a positive to the market. That's for sure. Who knows? Maybe they're so bad the Fed like needs to like oh we got to cut rates. <laughs> it's, maybe maybe. It's bullish. On a personal note, you got you do you have your eyes on anything? I don't right now. <laughs> I don't. No. Uh, I say that slowly because I thought I did maybe, but now I can't think of it. Yeah, I was an idiot and bought this chair. Like before a week ago, I should have just waited, but whatever. My back's thanking me, so I'll yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta get no, the chair early. 
And no squeaks from my old chair on the podcast today. So. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've been looking like at a new TV for a while, but like I'm, I'll probably just put it off another year. It's like, gotcha. yeah, I just don't need one, you know? Yeah. It's like getting extra 10 inches and stuff. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll wait another year. Yeah. What Anyways, else do we man. get here? The the biggest story that's come up that everyone's freaking out about is uh, FTX, Binance almost buying FTX and then not, and then FTX sinking ship. And I think, like, one of the reasons it's such big news is obviously it's Bitcoin, but, like, all these people who fucking shit on Bitcoin are, like, jizzing their pants. Like, oh, I oh, fucking told it. you. Look at these fucking idiots. Like, you know what I mean? So... Um, I think a lot to unpack. I don't know if you want to get started into anything or what. Well, I mean, just on that, like those people aren't understanding, like, like this is an exchange that was like misusing funds kind of thing. This is like, it really has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Exactly. I, I mean, look, let's, let's start from, this is all we're going to talk about for the rest of the podcast. So fucking grab a beer, settle in folks. Cause this story is like, <laughs> and by the way, I got this was the only thing on my Twitter timeline for the last week because of the way the algorithm works, you click on like one tweet and then, then you're just seeing FTX story tweets. It's, it's, that's all I was yeah. reading. And I got to say, man, I, I, I got so much info from Twitter on this story that like, I didn't read any articles. I didn't need to, the Twitter was better. Just yeah. some crazy shit, but FTX it was, I think, the second or third biggest crypto exchange. I think it was the second after Binance. Yeah, this was bigger than Coinbase too, at maybe at its power, at its heights. Because Coinbase is the public one, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe it wasn't second, but I know that he was the second richest. That uh, whatever his fucking name is. Sam Bankman-Fried. Call him SBF. Yeah. So essentially, if you were like, yo, I've kind of heard of FTX, maybe you watched the Super Bowl last year and saw the 80,000 commercials they had with like Steph Curry and Tom Brady and Chuck Barkley, maybe. I mean, Jesus Christ, the amount of celebs that were like promoting this thing, I've, it's something I've never seen. Like, I remember seeing it and I was like, Whoa, what is this FTX? Like, how are they, like, what is going on here? Yeah, it's like every single athlete just like pumping FTX like crazy. I think they bought the they, they signed like a 15 year um, deal to be like the, the name of the Miami Heat stadium. Yeah. So Miami Heat uh, issued a statement saying uh, so it says, although still called the FTX arena at present, the NBA's Miami Heat tweeted a statement on November 11th saying like basically we're out of this like we're trying to find a way out uh that it had suspended its ftx sponsorship removed the exchange's branding from its car um so yeah lasted a year like this ftx <laughs> had like a crazy ride so yeah it, it was a crypto exchange like you anyone could go on buy the bitcoin you know just like uh a wealth simple or quest trade or like uh, interactive brokers, just like your bank, like how you buy stocks, right? It's a similar thing. Um, they were located in the Bahamas. Supposedly a lot of crypto companies are. Um, I don't know, just for like 
I, I thought there was no regulations, but I don't know the exact reason. A lot of people go to the Bahamas, I think, because it's warm and it's on the same time zone as the East Coast. I don't know what else, what other reasons, like like uh, tax reasons or anything, but it might be. But uh, it's cheap. Essentially, what I learned is so these crypto exchanges, like if we think of them kind of like banks, because what happened here. Is, is very similar to what happened in 2008 with the banks. It's very, very similar. And these crypto exchanges, let's say they have, so I think like FTX, they had like 8 billion or 10 billion in customer deposits. You know, um, you or me, like we put $1,000 into our FTX account, we buy some Bitcoin, but like we don't actually like, own the Bitcoin on our account at that point. It's kind of like an IOU from FTX to us type thing. Like you can get a, I have like a crypto wallet and you can like transfer it to your wallet and then it's like actually like yours. But it's like the same thing at a bank, right? Like if you have $5,000 in like a bank account, it's essentially an IOU to you, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't, like you can't, you can't go, like if everyone went to pull their money out of the bank, we wouldn't be there. Exactly. Like back, that's why, like back in the days, like when the banks were small, they used to have like crazy bank runs. Like people would just rush to the bank to try to withdraw all their money. That's kind of what happened here with like FTX. So they had like eight to 10 billion in uh, customer funds. And like a bank, um, you know, you, you take your investors' money and you, uh, you know, what banks do, like they take all of our money and they, you know, I have credit cards, they lend it out, they lend mortgages, like they put some in like uh, stocks and stuff and a lot in like bonds and like government bonds, like T-bills, stuff like that, right? Generally seen like pretty like, I wouldn't say like risk-free assets, but like it's, it's like, you know, banks now they have a ton of like, there's a ton of regulation stuff. They have capital reserves and stuff and most importantly, they're fucking like, they could just get bailed out if they fuck up from the fed but these crypto companies instead of having like bonds and like t-bills and stuff like that they just like take the customer money and they like invest it in other cryptocurrencies and like nfts and stuff but as we've said a bunch on this podcast i mean there's a lot of shit out there in the crypto land I mean, I saw I saw a thing on Twitter where Crypto.com a quarter of their of their uh, reserves are in Shiba Inu coin. Like that's a yeah, that's I saw a, that. That's a major red flag. <laughs> um, and and anyways, like FTX, they had um, created a stable coin, their own coin, FTT, and a lot of their reserves were in that. So what FTX was doing, like they're taking, they had ten billion in customer money. They would funnel that to like a sister company, which is like a trading company, Almeida, Almeida Research, which was pretty much just like using insane leverage and fucking just gambling. I don't even just gambling on like NFTs and different shit coins, all these altcoins, stuff like that. Crazy amount of projects. They were like using some of that money to donate to like the Democratic Party and all this stuff. Uh, they, I mean, they lived in like a fucking mansion, so I'm sure they're using customer funds for like their living situation. Supposedly, SBF took like 
he got like a loan at one point for 400 million for the company and he took like 300 million for himself so just a crazy like misuse of funds they're using so if they have 10 billion in assets they might be gambling like 20 billion 25 billion meanwhile they're raising all this money like just wooing all these investors they're put they're giving loans to struggling crypto companies and like hey like we'll save you here's like I don't know, 400 million loan in like FTT coin. Don't worry, it's going to keep going up. Stuff like that. I think, so this was essentially like, you know, this is a house of cards. But what really started it, man, was I like Binance kind of put out a rumor that like FTX was in trouble and stuff like that. And FTX well, got... Didn't they, well, they were, well, FTX was like looking for additional investors, right? To keep them afloat and then ended up going to Binance and like apparently everything was chill the guy that i forget the the uh the yeah he was like yeah like sign like we just got to go over the the due diligence and the this and the that and then supposedly all this shit came out in the due diligence and then right like didn't binance have to like they started selling all their ftt and shit and that's when it all fucking and then everyone was trying i think FTX got hit with like three billion of withdrawal requests on like one Sunday, which is crazy. And obviously, they don't they don't have that money. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's not even like um, it's not even like it was sitting in like Bitcoin or like other reserves and it had taken a hit. Like they were legit, just like fucking blowing it on all these crazy like gambles, and NFT projects, and stuff like that. So people wanted their money and they didn't have it froze withdrawals fucking i don't think anyone could get money out of the exchange some sketchy shit they froze all customer withdrawals and then there was like a 400 million dollar like like payment that went out to like an unknown wallet probably to the sbf and like other people at the company i mean this was a company run by like a 29 year old curly headed crazy kid his on and off again Harry Potter fanatic girlfriend who had like two years trading experience and like two of his buddies like the board was like those four people I don't know how they got they raised so much money because there's clearly no like oversight or compliance or, or anything it was, just seemed like a bunch of lunatics like gambling money on NFTs and stuff and then promoting the shit out of it with all these celebs and you know, becoming a massive, massive, massive player in the in the crypto market. I mean, they're they're worth thirty two billion a month ago, and now it's worth zero. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's pretty man. fucked, man. I, I it's just an insane story, and you know, it, it friggin' sucks for anyone uh, who had money on that site and. You know, can't get it, but I think if you have money on an exchange, like you should probably try to move that to a wallet because there's probably like the banks in 08, man. I'm sure a lot of these other companies, like I was reading BlockFi is filing for bankruptcy now. Like a lot of these other crypto exchanges, like they had exposure to like FTX. They probably were holding FTT coin. Yeah, as soon as anyone who was holding FTT, which I imagine was probably a lot of people, just lost a fuckload of money. Yeah, I was reading like Gemini's trying to get like uh, an emergency loan, stuff like that. I have some stuff on Gemini, fuck. 
yeah, I'd be careful about leaving too much on one uh, one exchange right now. Yeah. So look, big picture. I I I don't think it's like a, look. It'll probably be bad for a while. No 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 questions about it. But I mean, this happened with banks for hundreds of years. It happened in two thousand eight with the banks. They're just lucky they got bailed out by the Fed and stuff. But I don't know, man. Like maybe there needs there definitely needs to be some more like uh, I don't want to say regulation because it's you know the whole point of crypto to not be regulated you know decentralized yeah like there obviously has to be some sort of like some regulation when it comes to like the board of directors and stuff like that and like you know some more oversight yeah well well, at the end of the day like it's like there's parts of crypto that are crypto technology and then there's parts of crypto that are exchanges like ftx was and like I think there's there's a difference between the technology and the unregulating the technology and having people who are willing to to dive in and just like people fucking lying about God knows what you know what I mean like whether they do their own I I don't know but like like you know like they went pretty legit with all this shit like I'm not saying they're legit but like fuck like you look at the athletes who are part of this steph curry tom brady naomi osaka shoei otani like it's it's fucked they're all getting sued now they're getting sued yeah i read there's a lawsuit against all them for promoting it i don't know how much merit that they have but yeah i mean uh, i think a lot of those like i i read like tom brady and giselle had a shitload of money on mtx Brady might play till he's 60 now. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Look, yeah, it's, I think like for the, for like the people like doomsday people, like, oh, this is it. Like for crypto, like, I don't think they're really understanding what happened here. It really has honestly has nothing to do with like Bitcoin. Zero. Yeah. I do think though, there's. You know, there's a lot of like shit coins out there that are and NFTs that are like, you know, they they need to go away. Yeah, I totally agree. And you want you want to clean up the space, right? And they don't want regulation, but it's about finding a way that works, right? Because no one like if you're like a fucking serious in the crypto space, like you hate that shit, man, because it just gives you a bad rep and like, like yeah. But like it happens with it happens with fucking everything, man. Like, there's people who pump up shit stocks all the time. There's yeah. people who lie about buying their fucking, you know, oh, my stock guide manual. I made over 400%. Like, if people get their money stolen all the time. Like, fucking, I, like, I use RingCentral at work. It's like a it's like a VOIP system. There's tons of VOIP systems. They actually lead to tons and tons of, like, phone scams, hmm. right? But, like, you're going to shut down VOIP because it's a great technology and we fucking... Your businesses need it. We all need it. And it's a low cost way to fucking have a phone, you know? Yeah. But like, like, so, so I think we also like, and by we, I mean like people also have to understand that like, you know, there's shit everywhere you look. And if you look hard enough, you'll always find some shit, but it doesn't mean you got to shut down a fucking industry or shit, shit on an industry or a technology because, 
oh, they're having trouble figuring it out in the early stages. Like, Jesus Christ, like, what are we going to stop innovation? Like, come on. Yeah, man. And, and like, this is the same thing that happened to the banks in a way. They were getting, yeah. sh- giving out shit mortgages, taking that money, like, putting in CDOs, selling those out, promising returns. Those were, like, they were, like, lending out, like, those CDOs. They had, like, a ton of leverage on those on the exposure on the CDOs. Mortgage bonds collapse. The banks are fucking screwed, and they're all exposed to each other. Um, for hundreds of years, if you look, I remember I did this two years ago. I looked at every single recession in the U.S. since like 1790. There's so many bank runs like this, stuff like that. You know, people want their money. If you try to go to the bank right now and withdraw all your money, like they they won't, they don't have it. Like the the uh, the branch near your house, like they can't pay you all your money in your account. Like they they don't have it. They don't physically have it. So yeah, it's not like there's no there's no like when's the last time you heard of a fucking bank robbery? Like they're not sitting on cash in the back room, you know, just hogging up that fucking expensive real estate. This is just like these companies pretty much had no rules. It looks like. This company especially had no rules, no regulation, nothing. And they fucking, you know, they went crazy with all the customer deposit monies. <laughs> they went absolutely nuts. I mean, they're using it to fund Joe Biden's campaign and stuff, using it to buy penthouses and gambling on shit coins and NFTs and stuff. But like, yo, I got, I gotta ask, like, if you're, if you're able to go after like Tom Brady and Steph Curry and shit, like, fuck, how does this look on fucking Biden? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't. I mean, it wasn't like a ton of money to the campaign, and uh, yeah, I'm sure he is nothing compared to what he gets from others. But yeah, he, there's no way he knows what uh, crypto is. But like, there's no way, there's no way they accepted the money. Like, there's no way, like FTX gave money to a campaign without having a conversation with someone first, right? Like, unless they're like, I don't know, they made some pretty terrible decisions with money. But like, fuck, I know that anytime I spend money at work, I gotta fucking like, you know, at least have a conversation with someone who's gonna be able to help me with that by spending that money. You know what I mean? So that's the part that I'm like, okay, so like. Who'd they talk to? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think he probably, SBF probably like paid himself from FTX and then donated to the Democratic yeah. Party. And they're like, uh, he's like, hey, like, I'm a billionaire. My company's worth 30 billion. Like, uh, you know, I got tons of money. Yeah, well, but like, I'm sure, I'm sure someone must have promised him to push some sort of agenda Probably. For taking the money, like he didn't just fucking say like it wasn't it wasn't like a, a like a Chad Ochocinco like thousand dollar restaurant tip, you know what I mean? It was like he fucking had, he, he gave, wanted he something, someone, yeah, and he wanted something, you know what I mean? So probably he to do whatever the fuck like, he wants, yeah. probably do whatever the fuck he wants in Bahamas. Yeah. Anyways, this on, it's a crazy mama. fucking story, man. But uh, yeah, I mean it's. There's going to be some, a lot of exchanges, I think, probably filing chapter 11 and, um, you know, like thinking long term, honestly, this is fucked to say, like it might be a little bit of a good thing. 
how do you, how do you, uh, you know, how do you say? I mean, just like you know, clean the shit out of the system. You know, you gotta. What's the the you know? It's like a cleanse. You know. Yeah, it's purge. brutal. It's brutal for ten days, but then you feel great after. You know, yeah. get some sort of like fucking rules for these companies, man. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, but yeah, in in terms of like actual legitimate cryptocurrencies, the story is really doesn't have anything to do with that. It's really, just it is a crypto exchange. Yeah. Anyways, I think short term. Probably not great for the price of them, though, but... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not getting any new buyers in the next yeah. little while. I don't think it, like, really... I don't think it, like, really is anything on, like, the long, long-term value of these. If there is any. Hopefully there is. there is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Anyways, man, is it crazy freaking saga? I mean, I, I don't know, like, are they going to go to jail, probably? they should who knows i think they're still like still like fucking chilling in bahamas somewhere well the like so far the big punishment to uh what's his name sbf sbf is he's no longer a billionaire he's only got (laughs) uh 960 million or something which how does he even have that i don't know man (laughs) Gave himself a nice fat paycheck. Yeah. The craziest part is, like, both his parents are professors at Stanford in, like, compliance law. That's so funny. I'm sure he must have sold that. Oh, for sure, man. That's Kevin O'Leary was trying to defend by saying that. He's like, I trust the guy. His parents are compliance lawyers. It's crazy how it's, it's crazy how quick Wikipedia updates their shit. He is the founder and former CEO of FTX, a cryptocurrency exchange. Uh, and then, like, somewhere else it says uh, that he's a, a former billionaire. Like, <laughs> like, someone was way too excited to write that down. Oh, and they hired the for- the the CEO they hired to replace him. I think his name's, like, John Jay. I could be getting that right. He was the CEO Enron hired after the shit hit the fan. So, like, got him through bankruptcy. And he came out saying, like, this is fucking ten times worse. He said this is 10 times worse than fucking Enron? I don't think he said 10 times, but he's like, this is the biggest mess I've ever seen. Jesus. So, I mean, details still going to come out, I guess, about just exactly the kind of crazy trading they were doing, but pretty much leverage gambling with inexperienced traders, inexperienced business people, all buddies just fucking doing whatever they want. Crazy story, man, and the greatest part, well, not the greatest part, but it's going to be a movie, like, for sure. Like, supposedly Michael Lewis has been following this guy for months and, like, planning his next book for it, which would be pretty sweet. Definitely make a movie, probably have Jonah Hill play him. (laughs) So perfect. I know. Legit perfect. Jonah Hill came out, Jonah Hill had a movie where he was playing someone that's coming out soon. What was it again? Was it John Daly? Oh, yeah. That's what it was. We talked about it last podcast. Yeah. Anyways, man. Just an insane story. Um, you know, check it out if you haven't heard on it. There's just crazy details coming out left, right, and center. So, 
just you know one of the craziest stories i can remember but just consumed for the whole week with all this shit yeah that's literally all we've been seeing and yeah i don't know if you got uh, if you got anything else or uh no, I got nothing else, buddy. Uh, Friday night, let's go relax. Go Iran. Yeah. Monday morning, guys. Iran's first game. Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it on that right now. Would you let's say Sweet go. 16? Uh, yeah. I I wanted to do like just to get out of the groups, but I could only. I thought I could only find the quarterfinals. Okay. And I was on uh, FanDuel, so I, I don't know what sports Ant has. Oh my god, you shit. Anyways, I'm fucking yawning like a sack of shit over here. Wild turkey's catching up with me, so I'm going to get us out of here. Thanks for checking in. Go Iran. Enjoy your American Thanksgiving. I know I will. And uh, check you later. Peace out.